So reconciling with an ex, what is the process? How do we do this? So think about this. You've gone through a breakup. It's been weeks to perhaps months since you've heard from this person, or maybe you've been in some light contact, and the specifics of this particular part don't even really matter. The fact is, you guys went through a breakup, you wanted to get them back, and now here they are reaching out to you again. So what is the process to reconcile with an ex who you are now hearing from again? Well, the first thing I want to remind everybody is that this is a process that takes time, right? And there must be desire on both sides of the aisle here. They need to want to be back in a relationship with you. You need to want to be back into a relationship with them. Nobody in the process can feel like there's a gun to their head or like there's overwhelming amounts of pressure and expectation. Because if you have too much pressure and expectation, well then don't be surprised when there's so much of an anxiety and a fear of failure wrapped up on this one thing. And then of course that will spoil the whole process. Love is supposed to be playful and fun and exploratory and getting to know somebody. And you're doing just that in a reconciling process. So that's all well and good, but how exactly do we reconcile with somebody? So obviously step one is they have to want the reconciliation. That's the most important part. There is no way to trick somebody into wanting to be back in a romantic relationship with you. Otherwise, it's meaningless. There's no point. So they reach out and you tell them, hey, it's great to hear from you. I'd love to see you. Obviously, there can be some schmoozing. It doesn't have to be right away. But the idea is that you want to let them know, here's where I'm at. Here is what I desire. Here's what I want. I am being open, I am being honest and vulnerable, and I am telling you the truth. I still see you as a romantic option, that is something I would like to pursue with you. Are you interested? Yes or no? Because remember, the point isn't to make them feel pressure. Because if they feel pressured into doing a thing, all that's going to result in is eventual heartbreak again on both sides, and potentially frustration and even anger on theirs, which is not a place we want them to be. So they come back, they're interested in seeing you, you go on a date, and you have fun, you enjoy, you don't set expectations on the process, you just allow it to be what it is, which is so hard because as humans, what are we if not tied to expectations? Because, frankly, fear. If I'm afraid that I'm not good enough, I'm going to place a lot of value on the expectation, rather the hope that something turns out my way. And then when it does not turn out my way, I can then point to it and say, see, I knew I was right. We call this an intrusive thought, a self-limiting belief. It's not real. It doesn't exist. And yet it does because of our internal mechanisms that make us feel as though we're no good. Because of our attachment style. Because of the traumas that we endure growing up. And these are really hard to reprogram. And so if you're looking to do just that, then I highly, highly recommend therapy. Because that's the place where those self-limiting beliefs previous traumas, etc. That's where that's going to get addressed. Now, for my purposes, I like to work with a counselor that I know, that I've met, and that's somebody who I feel comfortable opening up to in that way. Counseling is a lot different than coaching. So where counseling addresses emotional concerns, coaching addresses logical concerns. Coaching is very often the how, counseling is very often the why. And in this case, coaching wouldn't be appropriate. Counseling would be appropriate. If you need counseling, I do work with BetterHelp. They're a company that provides counselors online, all accredited with degrees. If you know a counselor locally, that's a much, much better option because you can form an even deeper connection 
with your counselor who can further help you address these self-limiting beliefs, past traumas, etc. So I think the most important part to remember from this whole thing is that it has to be slow. You have to go slowly. Because what so many people do, and the reason that many of these reconciliation attempts fail, is they dive right back in, right? We've been broken up, uh, we dated for two years, we've been broken up, let's say, for four months. And then we meet up, and we decide that we're going to date again, and we dive right back into the same exact patterns that got us here in the first place. As if we've learned nothing. Instead, I would ask that you begin thinking of this in a different way. I would ask that you begin looking at this from the standpoint of somebody brand new. I'm meeting this person, and I should begin going on dates with this person. The purpose of a date is to get to know them. Who are they? What are they about? What are they like? What do they dislike? Now, for many of you, you're saying, all right, well, but Rory, we've already been on dates. We've already gotten to know each other. I know who this is. Wrong. You know who they were. You don't know who they are, and they don't know who you are. Because it's a two-way street. This is an opportunity for you to reintroduce yourself to the conversation. This is your opportunity to show them, I've been working on myself. I've been growing. I've changed. My boundaries have changed. My ability to communicate has changed. Have you? And the purpose is not to meet up with your ex to grill them and say, look how much better I am, you heathen. No, it's to say, hey, I'm different than when we dated. You're different than when we dated. Are we compatible? Can we make this work? Does my lessons, my trauma, my boundaries match yours? And if the answer is yes, great. Proceed slowly. Communicate openly about everything. Make sure that you're on the same page about children. Make sure that you're on the same page about life goals, about where you want to live. And if you haven't figured something out, it's okay. Just tell them that. Making sure that you're on the same page with the other person early prevents heartbreak later. Have a completely candid conversation. Now, this should happen not on the first date, not on the second date. Maybe get six, seven dates in, then sit down and say, okay, we are heading in a particular direction, and it looks like we are going to begin exclusively dating again. Let's discuss the pitfalls of last time. And ask your partner, or future prospective partner, to be completely blunt. Where did I go right? Where did I go wrong? And in return, you offer them the same bluntness that you get to enjoy. Where did they go right? Where did they go wrong? What are we afraid of this time? What are concerns that we have? How can we compromise? Do we need to compromise? What goals will we not compromise on at all? These are important things because they let us know full well, before we start this relationship, you and I are on the same page. And I think that's very important. So, so many of you are asking how to reconcile. Easy. Step one, time. Step two, work on yourself. Step three, date. Step four, communicate. And remember that just because this is something that was once upon a time very comfortable, the comfort is what kills the relationship. Relationships take work. They take consistency. They take effort. They take open communication the willingness to admit, I'm wrong. And for those things that I mentioned to go both ways. Because just as much as you work on yourself and you struggle for the relationship to make it better, so should your partner. And if you're being treated in a way that is not respectful and kind and 
does not honor your boundaries and say, hey, I totally understand. I'm going to give you what you need. And they do so in return. If it's not that, you leave. Because it is hard. But you know what's harder? Being in a relationship with someone who makes you feel like you're alone. So my friends, that is how to reconcile. I realize that so many of you are looking for specific steps, but to be honest, there aren't really specific steps. You had the functioning relationship pretty well. The relationship ended, you've identified why it ended, and now you're taking a course correction. Better yet, you're starting a new journey entirely. And this time, both of you realize you both have something to lose. So do your best, communicate openly, take some time for yourself from time to time, work on yourself diligently, and then leave yourself alone. You got this.